0: morning i want to jump into something here i was out over the weekend and i I, i'm not going to say where this happened at because i don't want it to shine a negative light on this place because they had nothing to do with this this is a bunch of buffoons in line they don't know how to act but it got me to thinking bigger picture so we're standing in line somewhere we're a good pretty long line and all hell breaks loose Five, six, ten people behind us. And we're outdoors. And I'm like, what in the world? And you, it's these, it's these black kids uh, raising cane, cussing, throwing up a storm, just acting a complete donkey. And I asked somebody, I said, well, are they about to fight? What's going on? They said, man, they, they they said they heard somebody say the N-word. I was like, well, so, we're, so that justifies these actions. How? So my question of the day is, does the N-word being overheard by someone black give them the right to completely act a donkey in public and cuss and raise cane and make it awkward for everybody else instead of just ignoring it or pulling the person aside they heard say it and have words with them? I'm just curious. I mean, I feel. You know, I was talking to some folks yesterday. I feel like that. I feel like that we're working towards somebody using. I heard the N word as a a criminal defense to try to get off of a a murder or violent crime. You know, it's self-defense. I was offended because I heard the. I felt threatened because I heard the N word. And look, I'm all for throwing the word in a box, burying it, and never hearing it again. But I think that that should come from the side that's so offended by it, too. I I, I really do. I just... And and one of the comments here on the Facebook said, if it's not being directed disrespectfully, then it doesn't hurt anybody. Yeah, I agree. And... But my point is, and maybe it was said disrespectfully. I, I... to, for full transparency, I did not hear what led up to it. All I heard was the commotion afterwards, and, and saw for that matter. But I'll say this. It was so dark in line where we were at. You couldn't see the person beside you or behind you. Uh, that is a issue. They need to get situated out there if they're going to do this. It was so dark you couldn't see anybody. So who's to say it wasn't another black person that said it? I'm not saying that's the case. I'm just saying, what if? But again, the bigger overarching question here is, does hearing that word automatically just allow for somebody black that hears it to throw an absolute crap show? It was embarrassing. It was There was a bunch of kids around. Every other word was MF for this, MF for that, uh, blah, blah. I mean, lots of cuss words, lots of stuff you wouldn't want kids hearing kids say. Now I understand you don't, you know, if you're black you obviously don't want to be called an N-word. I get it. I 100%. But does that give you the right to blow your lid? I don't think so. I I really don't. I mean, I think you got to have some decorum. Cuz I can't think of a word. And I'm not going to play this what Islam Okay, well, if somebody called me this, what what would I do that? I'm just going to say, I can I don't think of a word. That would make me that mad. Now, you could walk up and you could say something to my family or about my family and make it personal, and I'll absolutely show my butt. But there's just not some trigger word that makes me, that I think I would act like that. I can't think of one. And I've been called everything. Everything. (laughs) I mean, y'all have have run the gamut talking about me the last couple years. So... Give us a call on the Mack Hike of Flowood phone line here after the first break. Give me till 720 to set this up, but I want to hear from you guys. Uh, Write the phone number down. The Mack Hike of Flowood phone line is 601-879-0002. The Guns and Gear text line, it's already open, 769-241-1944. We are broadcasting live this morning in the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty studio we're also streaming worldwide if you want to look at me in living color why you'd want to do that i have no clue maybe it's the beautiful american flag behind me but we are on the save jackson facebook page that's at save jxn and uh just like i like my two to four cohort mr jameson haygood i am going to start streaming a lot more on my save jackson rumble channel uh he's gonna well, he's not gonna be on there of course he's welcome to come on there anytime he wants but I did. Uh, I finally set up Rumble where I can stream live on there for my nighttime show, my Jackson Uncensored show. So uh, if you're not following me on Rumble or YouTube or any of those other platforms, go ahead and do that. Just at save jxn. I believe you can also type in the Clay Edwards show and find that. Okay, so so the, I, to me that that's the subject of the day. And We're going to talk about some more stuff, but I, that one really. I want to dig deep into that and I want to hear from my black listeners this morning. I don't care what your 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 political leanings are, Republican, Democrat, independent, whatever. I want to hear from you. How do y'all feel about that? I mean, we know the word it, it, it can't be said by white folks under no situation. We 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 will agree on that. So let's let's get past that part of it. But what should the reaction? What is an allowed reaction? from that in a public setting like that, when there's other families and kids and stuff around, what should the reaction have been? Also Jackson, uh, Jackson hit his 100th homicide and nobody bats an eye. And I'm not telling you all this because I'm upset that I didn't get more Instagram likes. I'm telling you all this because I gauge interest in stuff by, by Facebook, likes, shares, comments, stuff of that nature. The last two years in a row, when we hit 100 homicides, I, I made an Instagram or Facebook post, for that matter, said, we just hit our 100th homicide. And it would get thousands of likes, comments, shares, all that stuff. Here we are, the third year in a row. We had never hit 100 homicides in Jackson till 2020. Then, of course, 2021, we broke the record again. With a hundred it was, I think, 123 in 2020, 153 in 21, something like that. I'm about to pull it up here and I'm going to tell y'all where we were. Let me put, hit this other thing here. I'm on WLBT's Jackson homicide tracker, and yeah, unfortunately, they, they do have one of those. Let's see here. Uh, okay, here we go. Um, 2020 also I want to click that because I want to give you' all a timeline of of when they happen so it looks like the 100th this year happened what uh either Friday or Saturday last year we hit it on October we hit the 100th on October 11th we hit 101 and 10 I'm sorry we hit 100 and 101. In 2020, I'm sorry. In 2020, we hit we hit 100 and 101 on October 11th. In 2021, which was uh, they were killing at a higher clip, we hit it all the way back on my goodness, y'all were y'all were at a dangerous clip last year on September 2nd. We, no, I'm sorry, September 4th in 2021. So we're a full six weeks behind last year's clip on the homicide rate. And last year on the same day in history, today is what the ninth or 10th? Uh, today's the 10th. We were sitting at 114 homicides. So we're 14 off of last year's pace, sitting at a hundred. And I, again, I just bring this up because we're normalizing. People are getting numb to it. And I made a little TikTok Instagram video about this over the weekend. We're getting numb to the amount of homicides around here and the loss of human life. We should should never normalize triple digit homicides. And there's still, what, two and a half months, almost three months left in the year. The rest of October, all of November, all of December. You know, and a lot of times during the winter, crimes over the holidays and stuff, crime shoots up. People out there robbing and, and stuff, trying to get their little kids uh, Christmas presents by taking them from somebody else. They get shot. They're robbing cars. They're robbing people because they know they got stuff on them this time of year. They know they got cash. I mean, it just it creates a bad situation. So I, I still think we'll end up with another 25 to 30. I don't think we're going to break. 2021's record this year. But it won't be from a lack of effort. All right, look, let's take our first break. We're gonna come back. I'm gonna open up the phone lines, the Mac hike of Flowwood phone lines, 601-879-0002. I want to know about your thoughts and opinions on on the N-word being used. You know, if it gets used, what should be the response from the offended party? This is the Clay Edwards show. We'll be right back on 1 to 3.9 W-Y-A-B. You're on the air. Hey, how you doing? Good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you?
1: All right. I ca- can
0: you hear me? Yes, ma'am.
1: All right. We're in to talk about um, the black community. Okay. And I can I can do this because I'm a African-American female that's living in the black community. I'm so sick and tired of this white, black, white, black, white, black. If you drive around the black community, which I do on a daily basis, Jackson is ran by black politicians. It's a shame before God the way the city of Jackson looks. The mayor has came into this city and literally put a curse on the city of Jackson.
0: Oh, I firmly believe there's a demonic spirit cursed so over the why city.
1: why would they want to talk about what you're talking about, what's going on in Jackson? I mean, you talking about what's going on in Jackson. You're the Caucasian. I'm talking about what's going on in Jackson. I'm a, I'm a black female. I mean, that's your right. I mean, you're supposed to talk about those things. Nobody else is talking about it. They robbing the hell out of Jackson. They set, they ringing, they, 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 they ring, running drug ringing. They doing everything. They promoting game affiliation. They doing just about everything it is. And when you speak out on those people, they have something against you. They send people back to shoot at your house, something that you didn't know. They have a person, a bandana you call in. They have your name marked in the city of Jackson. So if all your listeners, when you hear that, damn the city of Jackson and these niggas, fake niggas in Jackson. And I can say that because I'm a nigga. Good day and enjoy your day, sir.
0: Thank you. You know, to her point about, about talking about Jackson, I learned early on when the Save Jackson stuff started that, they are more offended by you acknowledging what's going on They're more offended by you reporting on it than they are what actually you're reporting on that the, the crime is not nearly as big of an issue as somebody acknowledging that there's a crime problem, you know, and, and I'll listen to uh, black radio hosts and podcasters. And I'll use Kim Wade as an example, because he's here on the station. He's a friend of mine. You know, one of the things you'll get from folks is, uh, when he discusses what's going on in the black communities, is uh, black folks saying you can't t- you, 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 you can't talk down on a, on a black guy, you know, especially like the mayor, for instance. If somebody, if another black man acknowledges that the mayor is doing a terrible job, the response they get nine times out of ten is you can't talk down on a brother, man. You can't. Too many white folks doing that. You can't talk down on a brother, and that's a problem. You got to be able to criticize people who are doing a bad job. That's a, one of the biggest problems going on in Jackson right now. Is the the good God fearing black folks like that lady that just called. You know, if they, if they acknowledge what's going on, you got a hit out on you. It's like, no, nah, you can't acknowledge what's going on. But we're going to have to take a break real quick. We ran over. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYEB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by A1 Gear and Auto. Right, look, man, if your check engine light is on, stop by A1 Gear and Auto. Let them diagnose it for you. Figure out a route to get it fixed. Man, they work on everything except diesel engines, but they really specialize in your rear end, front end differentials, uh transfer cases, stuff of that nature. Uh I've said it a bunch. And hey, I know they're very happy with the business we're sending them. So what I'm saying must be resonating. If you got, you know, it's getting into hunting season, you don't put some you got a new truck, you put some big rims and tires on it. You need to do two things. You need to upside you need to upgrade your brakes. Those factory brakes are not meant to handle those 22, 23, 24 inch wheels with the big tires and not just uh it's not just um, off-road tires either i'd uh, say you got the low profiles on it your, your factory brakes are not meant to to stop that they will go out on you but also your rear end differential it ain't meant to pull those you need to upgrade your rear end and if you upgrade your rear end if you got four-wheel drive you got to upgrade your front end or you can't use your four-wheel drive start at a1 gear and auto right there in florence they'll take care of all of it Check them out online. Just go to Facebook, search A1 Gear, or give them a call at 601-939-1060. They do AC work, radiators, the whole nine yards. Again, everything but work on diesel engines. All right. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, let's let's uh let's change, let's take the temperature in the room down just a little bit for a segment here anyway. Happy birthday to Ashley Babbitt. A true, a real American hero, uh, patriot Ashley Babbitt. Hopefully, they'll rename some of these Democrat schools after Ashley Babbitt, so these kids will learn learn who a real American hero is. Uh, starting somewhere like Jackson, we need in Jackson, Mississippi, we need to rename some schools after Kyle Rittenhouse and Ashley Babbitt. Just my opinion, but you know what'll end up happening. Is they will name some after George Floyd, if they hadn't already. And this is also your daily reminder: George Floyd killed himself that day. He was not uh, he was not killed by the cops. He killed himself. So anyway, happy birthday to Ashley Babbitt. We uh we love you here at the Clay Edwards Show. We we would have stood with Ashley. You know the same, the the day of January sixth, I sat there in my office at work and I watched that all unfold. First time I ever ended up in Facebook jail, all I typed in the computer that day was let it burn or burn it all down or something like that. Didn't say what, who, when, where, none of that. Caught a three day or one week suspension. And I got home that night and I used a different login and I did a Facebook Live that night. And we talked about Ashley Babbitt. That was the lead of it. And I said it then and I'll say it now. They should be statues of Ashley Babbitt all throughout America. Tear down some of these Confederate statues if you want. Replace it with Ashley Babbitt. Replace it with the January 6th POWs. I tell you, I I was talking with somebody yesterday. I went to a little cookout yesterday afternoon. Ironically, another boiled peanut cookout. (laughs) But I already had a freezer full, so I didn't take any. You know, we we were talking about if the next conservative president that comes in, the first thing they need to do, and this is from a very intelligent individual that I, doesn't come across as, as far right or alt right or right wing, whatever uh, terms you want to use. And he said, man, the first thing they need to do is they need to pardon all of those cops tied in with that George Floyd nonsense. And they need to release all of the January 6th POWs. And my eyes lit up like a kid on Christmas. I was like, I've been saying it. I think the same thing. And they, they should. That should be day one. Cut the oil back on. Get these pipelines figured out. And release the January 6th POWs. And uh, let let all those cops tied up in that George Floyd nonsense go. They have paid enough. Give them some money. Give them secret service for life. Protect these people. These are... These are good Americans that were doing their jobs. We got to make things right with the police in this country. What our government did to police over the last couple years, since 2020, has been disgusting. We have got to let police know that we love them, we respect them, and we need them. You ain't got to agree with everything they do. Just like with anything, there's a bad apple in a bunch. But overwhelmingly, the police do way more good than they do harm. If you don't like the way... Your your community's being policed. Maybe you live around a bunch of people that need policing. Uh, Sean Tyndall said it best at the uh, at Stokes Town Hall meeting the other day. That's a uh, Commissioner of Public Safety. There's a large portion of folks in Jackson who ain't never really been policed, really hadn't, and they're getting it now, and they think, oh, it's too aggressive. I'm going to rewind just a little bit here. I guess we ain't taking the temperature in the room down. I'm actually cranking it up a little bit here because I know this makes it uncomfortable for some folks. I'm sick and dang tired of hearing people in Jackson talk about we need police, we need and we need help fighting crime, especially the older folks. You know, the, the, they're the ones that are really at risk of the being robbed and killed and all this stuff, vulnerable people. And then they're the very ones that are upset about the roadblocks and the Capitol police doing their job. I mean, what kind of dang city is so, is so messed up that they sue, that they allow And the city agreed to this, this people in the city are rotten. I would love to know who funded this lawsuit on the roadblock deal. I want to know who put the money up because here's the people that sue. I want to make sure we say these people's names. This is, this ain't hearsay, this is factual here. This is from the lawsuit over the roadblocks. Their names were Laquinza Morgan, Lauren Rhodes, Archie Skiffer Junior, and Timothy Holcomb Holcomb. They're the ones that sued the city of Jackson and police chief James E. Davis. And now there is a and now they basically have just cut completely neutered, took all the bite out of roadblocks. I mean, do you people just want crime in your neighborhoods? Do you just, I, you know, they get mad at me when I say this? Jackson is a criminal safe haven. Uh, Mayor Jake Wyndham said it. Jackson is a criminal safe haven. And antics like this just prove it. You know, they get y'all get mad at me when I say Jackson loves their criminals. They love them. You you can't arrest our criminals. You can't chase our criminals back. From Rankin County, once they get to Jackson, you should leave it alone. Then you wonder why Jackson just had its third year of 100 plus homicides. It had never had 100 before. It's had 100 for the last three years. We'll probably, like I said, we'll probably end with around 125. So in the last three years, let's see here, pull up my calculator and shout out to the teacher who said I would never walk around with a calculator in my pocket. Let's see, 100. 123 plus 153 last year plus let's just go on and round it up well let's just say through today 100 it's 376 murders since January 1st 2020 that we that we know of that we know of we're at least going to end up with another 2425 we will without a doubt have had 400 murders in in three years in Jackson. By New Year's Eve. That is a whole extra year worth of murders at the hundred a clip. I mean, you know, buy, buy three, get one free. That's what we're doing here. We're buying three. We're getting another hundred for free. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And then, meanwhile, you got people out here suing the city over roadblocks. Oh, it's racist if you have a roadblock in a majority black city. Or say you're targeting black folks if you have a roadblock in Jackson. Well, Jackson's a majority black city. If the JPD sets up a roadblock, of course it's going to be targeting black people. No, not targeting, but of course it, you know it's going to be affecting black people disproportionately because they're overwhelmingly the amount of people in Jackson. That's math. That's just how it works. And I, mean, I know I've said this before, but if you set one up in Rankin County, really good chance... That the over it's going to negatively affect white folks more, overwhelmingly affect white folks more. The difference is, the white folks who ain't messing around don't st- don't file lawsuits to protect the ones that did get caught riding dirty. It make it make sense, y'all can't. But I know, I'm a racist for acknowledging these things and calling you out on your BS. But I tell you, that's got to be my heel to die on. Shove a sword in me. I'm ready to die on it. This is The Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. I mean, let's jump in. So I made a video last night on my TikTok and Instagram pages. I think I posted it on say uh, on my personal Facebook page, too. Uh, there's a video going viral of... Of um some daycare workers up in is it Hamilton Mississippi I thought it was Tupelo but I guess it's Hamilton I've got the story here pulled up on DarkHorsePressNow.com. dot com great work to Teres and her team as always it says uh, a daycare worker fired after scaring children with Halloween mask and it's the scream mask from the movies it says according to WTVA a video captured a. Vi- <clears throat> Sorry, a video of a daycare worker employees scaring children with a Halloween mask went viral quickly. According to the Facebook post, the daycare was called Little Blessings Daycare in Hamilton, Mississippi. I think I said Hattiesburg on my Facebook post or in my video, so I do apologize. I mean, Hamilton. Uh, the worker has been fired, according to the owner. WTVA said that currently no one faces charges. When an attorney was asked if charges could be filed, James Frank Jr. told WTVA the following. It appears that it's an assault on what they've done because, I mean, those kids were terrified. They did not know what was going to happen. This was some kind of monster, some kind of creature, even something. And, and they, they aren't old enough to know that it's close to Halloween and the people are going to be wearing masks and all that's part of it. That was just simply wrong. The kids were imminent. The kids were in imminent fear. Another attorney stated just irresponsible on the adults part. It could traumatize the children. So assault and battery could be the charges, but it's up to the DA. It could be a misdemeanor. It could be a felony. Attorney Jim Wade told WTVA the statute specifically provides an emotional injury is misdemeanor, either intentional or recklessly inflicted, Wade said. So any parent could see the county. Prosecutor and uh, let me rephrase that. So any parent could see the county prosecutor and bring criminal charges. Monroe County Sheriff Kevin Crooks said that they are investigating the situation. This, my friends, is why we're raising a nation of bloop sissies. Let me hit my let me hit my edit button myself because what I want to say is when we call uh, men a female private part just like kid rock says in that song we're raising a neck our next generation is a nation of bleep a nation of bleep so i guess you know if you were listening yesterday we were talking about the n-word eventually being used as uh, as defense in a in a murder or assault trial now apparently if you scare somebody's kid with a mask boo um you can have charges pressed on you for Emotional injury. Now, look, I'm not saying what the folks did was right. I'm not saying that those kids weren't terrified. But come on, come on, Karen, come on, Karen, gotta. This is what happens when a bunch of Karens raise kids. They got to send, just send them to daycare and bubble wrap. I look, we all love our kids. Nobody wants to see our kids terrified. But I can say one thing. My poor child, I think she came out all right. I do. I think she came out all right. And I gave her unmitigated hell growing up. Hiding around corners, everything. My parents, my parents created a monster called Bloody Bones that lived in our attic. And anytime I acted up, they start rattling chains and stuff and say, Bloody Bones is going to get you. I'm still... I came out all right. Now, some could debate that. Maybe the years of drug and alcohol abuse is because of bloody bones, but I don't think so. (sighs) Pressing charges? Y'all are terrible. If you think charges should be pressed, you're a bad person. You need to go back to church, walk up to the front, and have them pray over you. If you think charges should be pressed, you're a bad person. I'm saying it. Wrap them kids in bubble wrap. My goodness. How ridiculous. I mean, take a deep breath, folks. I know, I know times are hard. I get it. It's tough out there. The Joe Biden inflation is terrible. Gas is high. I know daycare is expensive as heck. And you don't expect your kid to be terrified half to death when they're there on that, on that, on your dime. I get it. But take a deep breath. Go watch a good scary movie with your kids and and just enjoy life. Don't press charges on people. At least the daycare workers were taking interest in the kids. Again, it's in bad taste. I won't argue that. But pressing charges? They've already been fired. What? Pressing charges? Come on, man. Uh, Tammy on our Facebook says, yeah, what happened to the parents being parents without having to hire lawyers? Uh, yeah. Great, great point there, Tammy. Great point. I don't know, man. That's just me. Y'all text in or comment on the Facebook page, uh, the guns and gear text line, 769-241-1944. Am I wrong? I mean, I, I, I'm all ears. You know, it's easy for me to sit up here with a almost 21 year old daughter. And and say this, maybe I'd feel different if it was my kid. I don't know. I, I you know, I don't think so. I, I'm a, I'm ai am gonna make this my hill to die on this morning. I don't think so. so uh, you're welcome to discuss that if y'all want to. Again, I, I, a bit of a stretch there, Karen. A bit of a stretch. Let's uh let's check out some other news this morning. And hey, we got a great show today, man. I've got the folks, uh, Matt Milliman and his, and they're bringing a guest with him as for the second edition of our Celebrate Recovery, our recovery podcast series. Last week was such a hit with uh, with Amber that, you know, we're doing it again from eight to nine this morning. Matt Milliman with Teen Challenge is bringing a guest that has recently graduated their program and has a success story to tell. So we're going to listen to that, a, a celebration of their recovery. And so I'm looking forward to that. I'm not even sure who the guest is. I trust Matt enough to just say, "Hey, you bring somebody, brother, and we'll talk to him for an hour about it." I'm excited about it. Now, last week's podcast was one of the most downloaded podcasts we've ever done here, so that is exciting. Um, I saw that the uh, the Free the Land folks last night held another rally at the wrong place in downtown Jackson. Yeah the uh, the Poor People Pimps, I mean Poor People's Campaign. Did another march, another pomp and circumstance in downtown Jackson last night. Hot and free to land and all that nonsense. I mean, the land is pretty, it's almost free. The land is almost free. As it is. I don't know how much more Jackson real estate values could go down. But the land is almost free. Already. But uh, they were in front of, let's see, they were hollering, hey, hey, ho, ho, Tate Reeves, got to go. Or maybe that's just Kingfish being sarcastic. But um, they they marched all downtown. And, you know, they're everywhere but in front of Antar's house. Antar is where Antar's home. and it's, Or the city council, because I'm not a big fan of people sit, being outside people's actual houses. But if there was ever somebody's house that deserved to be protested in front of, it would be Antar's. I mean, because he has brought death and destruction and despair to everybody else's doorstep. Folks could at least protest in front of his. Bring a little noise. Hey, hey, ho, ho, Antar's got to go. Hey, hey, ho, ho, Antar's got to go. So, anyway, just my opinion. Just one's opinion. You know, look, man, they can go preach all that poor people's campaign crap. The jig, The jig is up. The jig is up. You can't blame what's going on in Jackson on anybody but yourselves anymore. Nobody, you can go paint all the hashtag Jackson strong murals on all the roads and intersections you want to. Nobody, nobody believes that this, that this is Jackson versus everybody. This is Jackson versus Jackson. Jackson is its own greatest enemy. I saw my, my, uh, my, my biggest fan, Kamikaze, Brad Franklin was, you know, selling some shirts, Jackson versus everybody. It ain't Jack. Nobody cares. It's Jackson versus Jackson. Again, the jig is up. Look in the mirror. You can't blame it on white flight. You can't blame it on Tate Reeves. You can't blame it on Donald Trump. You can't do any of these things. Jacksonians got to take that long, hard look in the mirror and say, we done messed up. We'd, we'd have made some bad voting decisions, and we'd have messed up. And I, th- Shout out to, uh, to my buddy, uh, Rob. He, t- he posted a picture, and Rob lives downtown. He posted a picture last night, said uh, uh, the food truck there for the, for the free-the-land folks, for the poor-people pimps, dumped their used grease right onto the new sidewalk and in the gutter in downtown Jackson. Now, I thought all these people were all about the environment. All about the environmental racism. Even they did a little. They committed a little environmental racism last night. The food truck, and if I find when I find out who it was, we're gonna give them some public attention. Dumped their grease right on the sidewalk. Disgusting. But hey, that's Jackson. They throw trash everywhere. The homeless people poop all over the sidewalks, pee on the side of buildings. You know, I I guess a little grease is just. I don't even know. I don't have a word for it. It, it, It's recyclable. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, at a loss for words sometimes. And that says a lot for me at a loss for words. I will share that picture of the grease dumped on the sidewalk. When I log into the computer here, for some reason, Facebook isn't letting me share um, from the mobile app. It's not letting me share stuff to the save Jackson page. It's like I can only share it to my personal page or copy the link, then go share it to Save Jackson. So if I haven't been sharing as much stuff, that's why. And uh if anybody knows a, a workaround on that that's easier than me having to copy the link and go do all that, please let me know because I'm just going to get back to stealing y'all's pictures and not giving you any credit for it. All right, look, man, let's take a break here on the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. We are broadcasting live this morning in the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolias Realty Studio. And we'll open up the Mac Hike of Flowood phone line, 601-879-0002. You got any thoughts on any of, uh, any of our conversations this morning? I would love to hear from you. Am I wrong thinking that people are overreacting to the kids being scared of the Jackson y'all told a lie allegedly yeah, uh, the other day? Uh, great work to our friend Kingfish over at JacksonJambalaya dot com. I know I heard uh, Kim Wade say this yesterday, and I'm going to repeat it. If uh, if you're not checking out Jackson Jambalaya every day and you're listening to the the shows over here at WYB, you're, you're missing out. I know I get a lot of my content for discussion from Kingfish's website. Um, the mayor, uh, we're talking about the mayor Jackson, by the way, uh, Chakwe Antara Mumba. Yeah, he claims that the state of Mississippi blocks Jackson economic development projects. Mm-hmm. Says uh Jackson mayor Chakwe Choc- Antrolemumba mm-hmm. Choc- mm-hmm. said state government kept his administration from recruiting a top 5 company to Jackson. The mayor made a made the remarks at a September 27th community forum at New Jerusalem Church in South Jackson. You know, I'm just curious, what does the mayor consider a top five company. By what standard are we saying top five company? I'm going to play this audio here. It's a little high-pitched, but uh, I just want you to hear the mayor's words, and then I want to discuss it.
2: It's not only working with companies. First of all, there are companies, that, the notion that companies don't want to come to Jackson is a lie, right? There was a top five national company that was prepared to come to Jackson, right? And what happened was the property that they were looking to go to, which was in Jackson, but it's underutilized, was a state property. And it was the state who, because they had a different vision for what Jackson needed, prevented it from happening. Top five company, A company that when they do come in the area, y'all will be looking at me like, Mayor, why didn't you go get it? And the reality is I had it.
0: So that reminded me, speaking of companies coming to the area, some major developers, I've told this story on here before, and I I know this to be fact. Some of the major developers here in the area, some of these big shopping center owners, uh, real movers and shakers, people that get stuff done around here, went to the mayor's office. This is back before the complete failure of the water system. And we're trying to have a meeting with him about the water. The mayor did had no interest in that he goes why ain't y'all got me a top golf well I mean you got people why do you need to have a top golf people are already shooting moving targets around here each other no top golf needed boss why I'm um, top five company um so let me go on to read the rest of this it says the mayor said the notion that companies don't want to come to Jackson is a lie no it's not What company wants to come to Jackson? He said, there was a top five national company that was prepared to come to Jackson, right? The mayor said the company picked a site where the average daily traffic was more than 55,000 cars per day. However, the state allegedly owned the property. Mayor Lumumba said it was the state that had a different vision for what Jackson needed. As he blamed state government for blocking Jackson's economic development. Mayor Lamumba did not name the company, and you know, Kingfish notes several realtors said that the only street in Jackson the mayor could be describing is Lakeland Drive. You know they they tried to get Costco over there at one point. I, I think several mayors efforted that to no avail. Um, <clears throat> I, I, yeah, I'm curious. Let's just for 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 craps and giggles here. Let's Google. Live on the radio. I know this makes for great uh, radio here. Let's Google top five companies in America. And and let's play the guessing game of what would have possibly wanted to come to Jackson. Let's see here. Top five companies in America. Here we go. Drum roll. Number one is Apple. Apple ain't coming to Jackson. Number two, Microsoft Corporation no need to come to Jackson. Number three, Alphabet Inc. That is the Google folks. Number four, Amazon. And number five, Facebook. The only one, okay, maybe two, just thinking from a retail perspective, maybe an Apple store, maybe an Apple store. But aren't they kind of getting away from those? And Amazon. Now, I have been a champion of Amazon converting or a company like Amazon converting the uh, the Metro Center area, just demolish the whole Metro Center and put an Amazon fulfillment center there. But of course, none of this is going to happen now because they built the mega site out there in Madison County. I just, I guess that was the only company I could see of the top five companies building in a in what you call it, Jackson. Now Tesla is at number six, and they of course, chose Brandon. They were already in Pearl. Uh, So they loved Rankin County. Look, I talked to the folks. They love Rankin County. And maybe they would have moved to Hines County. I don't know. I can't can't imagine. They're already here. They're aware of what goes on in Hines County. They chose to go further into Rankin County, into Brandon there, next to all the great annuals dealerships. Uh, Nice little facility, too. I recommend recommend going by and checking it out. If you get some free time. All right, man, look, let's, uh, let's hit some text here on the guns and gear text line. Let's see. Unknown texture says clay magic city was the company. Magic City's top five strip club. It was going to be a magic city super center. Oh man. I tell you what I wish I thought about that. I, again, it goes back to what top five, what kind of company. I mean, I, they, see you, you can make these lies, about these alleged top five companies and alleged piece of lands and all this stuff. And nobody ever calls him on it. And it, well, nobody ever that he cares about ever calls him on it. I'm a pull his card. I want to know. I just want to know. I you know, at the end of the day, I would love to be proved wrong about any of the things I get on here and say, you know, real talk, open invitation to the mayor, but he's welcome to come on anytime. And and tell me how I'm wrong. Not paying people to call me a racist on their platforms. He, but He's welcome to come on here and explain to me how I'm wrong and explain to me what he's doing for Jackson. Shut me up. Michael Guest did. Michael Guest called me to his office. We had a good, good meeting. And I left there, you know, having got everything off my chest. And... Changed my mind about some things. Am I still upset about the things I'm upset about? Yes, absolutely. But my mind was changed on some other things. My moral to the story is get together, have a conversation. change my mind. I'm not so dead set in my ways that I can't um, process new information and change my mind. Let's see here. Another text. Uh, Milwaukee Tool Factory left Jackson for Clinton. Yeah, I, I think that's a recurring theme here and companies leaving Jackson for other areas. Uh, Kimberly says, I listened for how many times he says, right. (laughs) You know, it's like, uh, uh, you know, when people are doing public speaking that aren't uh, very comfortable doing it, God knows if you went back and listened to some of my earlier podcasts and still some of them today, it's littered with, uh, um, right. Yeah. little filler words. Uh, one of my buddies, y'all know Jake Wimberly. He hosts a sports show here in town. When I first got into this, he told me it's okay to just have a moment of silence here and there. Even if it's four or five seconds, gather your thoughts, then start talking again. You don't have to fill it with uh and ah uh, and all that stuff. All right, look, let's take our last break of the first hour here. We'll come back, read some text, take some calls. Phone line's open, y'all. Mac Hike at with phone line, 601-879-0002. Y'all are mighty quiet this morning. We'd love to hear from you. We'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show. All right, welcome back in. This is Clay Edwards filling in for Jim Thorne. We are live in the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty Studio. And this segment is going to be brought to you by our good friends over at Watchman Security Services. Eric and Nathan Knight, father and son, locally owned, locally operated, right out of Pearl, Mississippi there. They've been serving the Jackson area, or been serving Central Mississippi. For 35 years. That's right. WatchmanSecure.com is where you can go shop them online 24-7. Man, they've got everything. Uh, They've been an Alarm.com service provider for over 15 years. They offer indoor and outdoor cameras, security systems, gate access, smart doorbells, thermostats, and more. Residential and commercial service is available. Call 601-955-9952. Or, again, shop them online 24 hours a day at WatchmanSecure.com. That is Watchman Security Services. All right. Uh, The Guns and Gear text line 769-241-1944. Now, I typically have a strict policy about just ignoring some things. But when you want to drag dead cops into it, I will... I will uh, I will acknowledge your stupidity. I was in at home last night doing some show prep and I get a text from uh, from from the show's number one stalker. And it says this, it says, you of all people should not even mention the black female officer that was killed in the line of duty in Greenville. She is just another dead Democrat, according to you. Remember, you racist hypocrite. We don't need your thoughts and prayers from you or your racist listeners. Let's unpack that statement there. So because, I just want to see if I can paint a picture of the stupidity here. We're allegedly racist, but when we acknowledge and send thoughts and prayers to somebody dead that's black, you don't, you want us to be racist and not acknowledge that. I, I'm trying to understand it here. We don't don't acknowledge it, but I'm mad that you don't acknowledge it. But because you acknowledged it, leftism is a mental disorder. Let's just get that out of the way. Uh, no disrespect to people dealing with real mental health issues, but th- th- this selective mental health issues that lefties have is um, is something to behold. <laughs> and, and I will say this. It is Democrat death culture that is why, why that lady is dead. It's absolutely Democrat death culture. That's just my opinion. Now, I think my opinion, I, I was going to take the state that is fact. Well, state that is fact. You know, it's this the, they keep piping in that everybody that gets pulled over, this black is going to go to get shot or killed by the cops, this, that and the other, and it creates this. This nonsense, this unjustified hatred towards police from these people. So when they do have a police interaction, they freak out. Now, this was a different deal. This guy had shot some people somewhere else. And uh, I believe that th- the pursuit led them to where this she was killed at. Have they released this person's name or picture or anything about the suspect yet? Um, I have not seen that. So... Uh, Sylvia, it actually was not Thomas. It was um, it was another diabolical hater that that um, uh, we don't acknowledge much on this show, but it, it um. So I just uh, every now and then, well he'll ring my bell, and he, I'll give him the attention that he wants. And when you talk about deceased cops and us not mentioning them and this that and the other, see, it would be racist if we didn't mention it. That that would be racist. So, again, this this racism uh, narrative, it's nauseating because it's not true. It's nauseating because the only racist that I know are black Democrats. Real talk. Like celebrated. Racist like it, pillars of their community. It's black Democrats especially around here. And apparently on the city council in Los Angeles, they have Hispanic racist Democrats. But I mean, again, I don't know a single Republican personally that is a racist. And think about Donald Trump. Donald Trump bent over backwards for the black community, even gave y'all the platinum plan. And I'm surely I'm not the only person that found that a bit comical because uh, you know, the, the, the very famous, uh, strip club, platinum plus the platinum plan. Ah, uh. <laughs> anyway, love some shiny things, love some shiny things. Let's take a call here on the Matt like Fluid phone line. Hey, caller, you're on there.
2: Uh, I hear what you're saying, man. I'm a, I'm a Trump supporter. I'm a black guy. Um, uh, but yeah, there are Republicans that are racist, man. You to say you don't know one that's not racist. I think that's being disingenuous. I, um,
0: I don't. Not, I'm not saying I, they don't exist. I'm saying I don't. Let me okay. Let me say one thing. Then, I, then the mic will be yours. Um, you would think that as quote unquote uh, trendy as being a racist is supposed to be amongst conservatives, according to according to lefties, that there would be there would be white folks out there or Republicans in general. That would be holding up a sign says yes. As a matter of fact, I am a racist white nationalist. I, absolutely, I've never. Nobody says that. Nobody does that.
2: Well, well, they don't have to say it. I mean, it's covertly done. Uh, you and we have a system of oppression. You don't have to say I'm a racist. I mean, the system does it for you. Does that mean everybody's a racist? No. Again, I'm a black guy that voted for Trump, and he runs I mean, again. Vote for him again. I like Trump. I mean, I I, I need somebody who's going to you know have my best interest at
0: yeah no look and I, I I love this conversation I appreciate you and this is what I was talking about about having discourse and and not arguing so uh, go ahead again
2: yeah yeah I'm, I'm just you know I'm just saying you know um, you know I don't agree with a lot of the stuff you post and save Jackson none of that stuff but a lot of it a lot of it is true that doesn't mean I don't have to, I have to like it you know what I'm saying the truth is a bitter pill to swallow so I get it you know uh, it just I have to understand what my biases are I may not like to hear from you I mean I'm just being honest um, but no, if, uh, I, but I if my that. brother would have said it. Then I probably would have digested it well, but that's just
0: me. You know, that's me. No, I, pre- I, I appreciate I, that. I do because look, yeah. I, I, I I'm rough around the edges. I I, I just cut through it. I don't, I'm not going to soften the edge to say something, and, and and I know that that is a. Some people like that. Some people don't. But I, I don't know how to sugarcoat bad news and, and the truth. I just say it the way it, the way it comes out.
2: Oh no, I get it. I mean, you know, the bad bad news needs to be said, and, and it needs to be said the way you know it, it is, you know, because people, and and that's another reason. I, and I'm I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna land my plane. Um, um, you know, that's why I didn't like when people just call folks racist all the time because it takes the sting out of it. It takes the actual meaning out of it. If everybody's a racist, then no one's a racist. So people need to stop using words that they don't really know what it means just for buzz, you know, just for the, the sake of buzz. So if you're going to say somebody's a racist, have some proof, you know, but stop saying it because now it, it it doesn't mean anything anymore. And I'll land my plane with that. You take care, of man. And I keep disagreeing with you in
0: silence. Hey, great brother. call, brother. Thank you. All right. Uh, amen. Amen. I've been saying it forever. You take the sting out of it. If everybody's racist, nobody's racist. That's call of the day. I'm going to clip that out and load it up on the podcast later. Call of the day right there. Don't even know who it was, but thank you. I enjoyed that. Thank you. We'll be right back. This is the Clay Edwards. Well, this is the Jim Thorne Show. Clay Edwards filling in for Jim on 1039 WYAB. All right. Welcome back in to Clay Edwards filling in for Jim Thorne here. And uh, we're going to let a caller on the Matt Kiker-Flowwood phone line take us home for the day. He had a great, great comment off air. So, my brother, the air is yours. Yeah, what just saying is, Nobody knows
3: what kind of racism means anymore. Everyone throws the word around. And if you ask your, your debating opponent or whoever it is, what is racism? You're probably going to get 10 different definitions. But it's been so weaponized and it's so loosely based, like the guy was saying, simply racism today means anyone who disagrees with the left. If you disagree with someone, or if you don't like someone because the way they behave and they happen to be black, or you're a racist.
0: Oh yeah, if you, you can't criticize anyone black, no matter how bad they are at their job, like the mayor of Jackson, without being a racist, like no, I can I just acknowledge and give you some constructive criticism? You're terrible at your job.
3: I mean, It was even said during the Obama years: anyone who disagreed with Obama is a racist. Oh, I mean, that's, that's how that's how loosely they defined it. And like the caller was saying. You know, once you've so loosely defined racism, all of the bad things that happened in the 60s kind of have lost their sting because they've so loosely defined it today.
0: You know, I've heard I've heard a couple of people smarter than me say that, you know, Martin Luther King Jr. will be rolling over in his grave at these people calling what they're dealing with today is racism.
3: Exactly. So, all right,
0: brother. I appreciate you, man.
3: Yeah. Thank you very have much. Blessed. Have a good day. You too.
0: Hey, man, I uh, really enjoy filling in the second hour here. Don't forget, starting this Monday, uh, assuming that my camera gets here, we'll be streaming the show on video, the entire show, on all of my social media platforms. Looking forward to that. I'll be back again tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. for the Clay Edwards Show. It's Friday when necessary welcome back into the clay edward show this segment is going to be brought to you by our good friends over at watkins construction and roofing a roof repair can cause you a lot of stress choosing the right roofing company to repair your roof is very important most contractors will try to convince you that replacement is the only way to go and that my friends is not the watkins way they believe in an honest assessment that does not necessarily mean replacement in most cases all you need is a repair So, whether you have a leaky roof, you need chimney repair, flat roof repair, roof water leak, shingle roof repair, metal roof repair, chimney flashing repair needed, Watkins Construction Roofing is going to be your go-to roof repair specialist. Give them a call today for your complimentary roof assessment at 601-966-8233 or check check them out online, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. shout out to those guys, always doing good things, always giving back to the community. And, you know, we love that here at the Clay Edwards Show. All right. Uh, What we were talking about, look, I know there's a bunch of news out there, and and we'll get to it. But I just, every now and then, after a week of banging your head against the wall, uh, hollering Democrats bad, I just, uh, I like to take my foot off the gas a little bit. And last night on Facebook, on the Save Jackson Facebook, and you can go there to see all of the answers from other people. And uh, so the question I really want to focus on, what's a rite of passage from growing up around here? Uh, Also, apparently nowadays it's getting shot at Jackson gas stations, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. Uh, Let's see, some other folks said, uh, Jeremy, shout out to our buddy Jeremy McGuire. Jeremy says, cruising on McDowell Road, the dock, getting chased by the PRV for shooting bottle rockets at cop cars when you're 14 is stupid catching big catfish out of Pillahatchie Bay. Yeah, no, I tell you what, man, over there on uh over on um Raymond Road down there close to the South Side Assembly and South Side Baptist Churches, or what was that Meadow Meadow Garden or something garden. It was across the street from where I grew up. We used to stand behind the the neighborhood entrance signs and throw eggs at cars. God, we were bad kids. So bad. But hey, at least we weren't shooting people. So I mean, eggs versus bullets. Nowadays you would get shot if you throw an egg at a car. Uh no doubt about it. And uh, anyway, I could tell you all the story about that. Happened out in um, East Rankin the other day. Happened out there in uh what do they call that? Reservoir East. Uh, some kids were outside throwing a football. Little young kids throwing a catch with their dad and the kid threw the ball and accidentally hit a, you guessed it, a Dodge Challenger coming down the road. And the guy gets out of the car and threatens to kill the little kids. Uh, I need to see what the follow-up was to that. I saw that blowing up on Facebook the other day. But uh, yeah. Anyway, back to the uh, fun stuff. Uh, Tracy says depends on what kind of kids you were. But for me, it was buying cigarettes and mini thins for the first time at the gas station when I was fifteen. There was this one gas station in Clinton that would sell anything to minors if he thought you would you wouldn't snitch. You were officially cooled if he deemed you worthy. Yeah, we had a one like that over in South Jackson too. It was right there at the corner, right next to Dairy Queen, at the corner of uh, Ellis Avenue and Raymond Road right there. Uh, we I remember we bought some beer there one time at 15, and, of course, had a wreck later that night. Also, I think that's where I got the beer from the first time Dean Scott uh, ever pulled me over on McDowell Road and had, like, two cases of beer in the back of my truck. Had to pour every one of them out right there on McDowell Road, you know, so he wouldn't call my parents. Guess what this guy still did? Made me call my parents. Dang it, Dean. Doing your job and stuff. That was... That was uh, two cases of beast light just gone. Let's see here. Let's keep, Let's hit one a little local on the floor level, man. My buddy Tim texts in on the Guns and Gear text line says, Now, this is only for people who grew up in Florida will know this rite of passage. Getting your license, and you are the one to drive your friends on the Smith Loop. Turn on 49 at Sullivan's, and takes you 45 minutes if you do it right and get back to intersection 49 and Highway 22, right up from the station. Yeah, you know, I used to like to. We had a version of that out in Byron, man, where you could get them. You kind of run eighteen to Raymond, come back up Midway, go all the way to Terry, and then kind of come back down. It was our kind of our back road. I love to get out in that Midway Road area there in Hinds County and do all my back road riding. Let's see here. Tyler says taking some old Sally Mae home from pops to find out that one that one tooth. F- <laughs> I can't read that. Oh, uh, good stuff. But yeah, Pops around the corner, man. That is a that is a rite of passage. It was anyway. It's not quite what it used to be. Uh, we're just different owners, different everything. Just a different deal. It is what it is. Uh, but Pops was always a fun deal. If you get out of Pops without getting in a fight, you were doing something good. Heck, uh, another thing that I thought was a rite of passage, and I talked to somebody on the show about this the other day, or maybe it was on my podcast with Chops and Trig. we talked about going over to Daiquiri World on Wednesday or Thursday nights. That was... um. That was a rite of passage. They had college night over there. I want to say theirs was Wednesday night because we came back here and did the local Jackson clubs on Thursdays. Man, Dacry World was a good time. I think it was nickel drinks or quarter mixed drinks. It, it, it was crazy. Let's see. Uh, on the Guns and Gear text line, uh, Kevin says, Stealing chrome valve thin caps, and put them on your mongoose bike. Oh, yeah. No, no, that's a good one there. Let's see. Unknown texture says, Roman candle wars on Capitol street, new year's Eve. You had to learn to run fast and laugh. <laughs> now they all get burned, huh? Uh, let's see here, man. Some more. Jamie says not dying in Jackson. And look, we, you know, the, the Jackson jokes are endless, but I do want to try to keep it kind of retro and, 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 and actually kind of fun. Uh, let's see being introduced to beer street, in Northeast Jackson. Y'all going to think I'm an alcoholic. I know a lot of you remember beer street. I don't Now That's new to me. Uh, Uh, My buddy Jason says, I mean, Jamie says, hotel parties at Jubilee Jam. I was looking at my wall of concert tickets and old backstage passes last night, and I saw the Three Doors Down Nickelback show from One Jackson Place, and uh, we we had a good relationship with the guys in 12 Stones, and they played that show, too, so we got hooked up on it, and they used my club right next door kind of as their green room. That day. So we got to hang out with a bunch of the guys. Everybody's super cool. People can make all the Nickelback jokes they want, but that, those guys are really nice guys. I want to tell you, y'all, y'all want to feel old today? That show was in 2004. That was 18 years ago, the last concert in one Jackson place before they built those new buildings and all that are there now. Let that soak in. It's going to be almost 20 years since a three doors down Nickelback show here in Jackson, Mississippi. Wow. <laughs> wow. I do feel old. Um, Adam says, being able to stay out past the streetlights. Michelle, oh, my God, y'all. McDowell Road for the first time and being and being like, for real, y'all. I grew up out by a cold bluff and I swear I had more fun running when the game warden showed up. Yeah. there's. Uh, Rob says, getting called a racist for pointing out the obvious. Well, that's a current rite of passage. That is a current rite of passage. Let's see here. Miss Sylvia texts in. She goes, I love Nickelback. We love you, Miss Sylvia. Uh, Sean on the Guns and Gear text line, hanging out in fields with bonfires, taking our jacked up trucks to wavelengths and uh, and taking the trails back to the sandbars on the Pearl River, giving Curtis a quarter at the Texaco and Madison and hearing him sing and dance. I mean, y'all remember... It's not a rite of passage anymore because you can't do it. But remember being able to take your four-wheelers and all that stuff down to the levees? I mean, the sandbars at Silas Brown there? Uh, You can't can't even get down there anymore. I mean, not... But we would go down there with our trucks and camp out for the weekend. And I guess it's basically what they have out at... Well, they have a much nicer version of it out there at Elton Road now. But back then, you know, it wasn't anything organized. It's a wonder more people didn't die. (laughs) I just wonder I didn't die. You get up on that levee on your banshee and just going all out. Good stuff, man. I, we used to have so much fun. We'd get down there on a Friday night and not come back up from that hole down there till mm, Sunday afternoon. I mean, we made the most out of hanging out down there. I guess what would they call that? Is that the Gold Coast? Is that the nickname? Oh man, this is a good one here. Keith texts in and says buying CDs. And, and tapes at Bebop. You know, usually, like local artists would sell their stuff. You could actually go buy Mississippi Mafia. That was my favorite rap group growing up. You could go buy a Mississippi Mafia CD or cassette there at Bebop by the Metro. And every Tuesday is when new music came out. And you could go listen to it on the headphones there. Anyway, that was good stuff. Yeah, man, Bebop, that was fun. That was That was definitely fun on Tuesdays or whatever day. Um... Uh, Paul's text in on the guns and gear text line says closing down pops and leaving when it's daylight outside used to be a rite of passage. Now it's a death wish. <laughs> yeah. I am mean, at Jackson, man. That's anywhere in Jackson. Not just a single out pops. Uh, let's see. Uh, Greg texts in little big store. Absolutely. You know, you can still go to the little big store out in Raymond. It is worth your trip out there. It really is just get lost in the little big store for hours and hours and hours looking at posters and old records and t shirts, just everything, man. It's a time capsule. I mean it it needs to be put on the historic places deemed a historic landmark. It really is something unique and uh deserves to be uh to be taken care of and, and last forever in my opinion. Take your kids out there, man. They'll love it. You know, especially if they're getting into that 15, 16-year-old range and starting to kind of rediscover some of your old music. Like, I remember when I started discovering Kiss and, like, old Kiss, makeup-era Kiss, not girl makeup-era, but the black-and-white makeup-era, and ACDC and some of this other stuff. And we got into my parents' vinyl collection, and, man, I just was – it led Zeppelin, of course, and just all the great bands. But anyway, when I was out at a little big store a couple of years ago, it just took me back. To, find, to dig it through my parents' records for the first time uh, Highly recommend it Alright, look, let's take a break here This is the Clay Edwards Show We're live in the Dustin Bailey At Southern Magnolia's Realty Studio And we'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB Thanks for listening Tune in next week as the Clay Edwards Show Discusses all that is going on In and around the city of Jackson This
3: concludes our broadcast
0: day Right here on 103.9 WYAB